having real technical difficulties today. That's why we're getting started a little bit late here. But it looks like we're up and running now, so we'll go forward from where we're at. To start off with a little bit of housekeeping. First, we are open on Columbus Day for all our normally scheduled sessions. Uh, we're not closed again until Thanksgiving Day, at which time we have our burn the bird. So we'll be open this Monday. And we are right smack dab in the middle of our Fit and 42. We've got some people that have made some tremendous changes. Um, up over 10 pounds of fat loss and muscle gained. And finally, we have our metabolism makeover starting on October 28th. That is a 30-day program. It includes meal plans and some shakes and all kinds of stuff, individualized programs, access to our group exercise, access to our facility, complete facility. Um, all that you can find out about on Monday, October 21st, I want to say 6 p.m. So if you're interested in getting your metabolism revved up, lose a few of those pounds that you may have gained over the summer, get ready for the holiday challenges, stop by, give us a call. Uh, we are reserving spots now, so give us a call at 860-673-4293. Message us on Facebook, whatever way you want to do to get a hold of us to get your spot saved. So today, we're going to talk about cravings and how to conquer your cravings. And we all get cravings. Uh, and those cravings can drive you nuts. It can get you out of control. Um, and... You know, failure is certainly when we can't overcome those cravings that we overindulge. doesn't make us feel good about ourselves, gets us down, beats ourselves up, and poor mindset. So the reason why I'm talking about this today is I had a craving last night myself. I went for a run. I ate dinner a little bit earlier than I normally eat. Typically when I exercise, I do get a little hungrier. So... Um, it was probably about 8 o'clock, 8.30, had some cravings, and certainly most cravings are not for good foods, but for junk food. So I was looking for something sweet. I grew up on desserts as a child, and uh, typically after dinner, I'm looking for something sweet. Typically, I don't have something, but there are times where I do get some cravings, and I utilize some of the strategies we have here today to uh, overcome those cravings, and I did not give in to them. And I went to bed uh, feeling fine, waking up this morning feeling good, feeling good about myself. I, um, we follow Precision Nutrition, Dr. John Berardi, his uh, teachings of Precision Nutrition, and I went back to one of his blogs that I had read, um, read a while ago about cravings and uh, pulled out the best stuff from that blog and thought I would share it with you today. So cravings can overcome us, but we aren't powerless to those cravings. There are some things that we can do and some strategies we can use to overcome those cravings. Um, so what is the secret to winning the cravings game? How can we win this game? 
because uh, we're not going to overcome, we're not going to completely eliminate cravings altogether. It's just not possible. It happens, happens to everybody, happens all the time. And our strategies aren't going to be about building some willpower because you can't really build willpower. And um, the strategies are not built slow, solely on self-discipline and being able to um, keep from having that binge. Um, there's just no way you're not going to, you know, overcome those cravings without some strategies. So here are some strategies that are going to help you conquer them. And one thing to do is we need to kind of outwit them. We need to kind of fake out those cravings. Um, so where do we start? I mean, how do we do that? We first need to be able to understand why we're having cravings, where we have cravings, when we have cravings, what's going on when we have those cravings and when they occur. And then we want to try to create a strategic plan to overcome those cravings. So just kind of think of it as, you know, a, uh, a junk food ninja, a cravings ninja, strategies to overcome these cravings. So we have five strategies for you to help conquer that. So the first thing we really need to kind of do is before we can come up with the strategies, we need to determine what the real causes are of those cravings. You know, people don't typically have cravings for salad or vegetables or, you know, you know, a piece of grilled chicken. Those cravings are typically tied to junk foods. And um, most of the time, the cravings have little to do with hunger. Um, and each time we, over, we succumb to a craving, we reinforce that behavior and we create what's called the craving cycle. And um, it can drive you nuts, it can drive you insane. So this is how the craving cycle works, so you can understand a little bit. First comes along the urge, that craving, okay? Then we're followed by behavior. Finding those foods, what foods are it that are going to help us satisfy that craving and then comes the reward so it's the urge behavior and the reward and when we eat those unwanted foods which is the last part of the cycle our our minds our body creates dopamine dopamine hits the brain and it says aha awesome that tasted good i feel better now next thing you know that kind of snowballs because the brain wants more reward so it sends out another stimulus, it's another cravings. It's stronger than the last craving, and then you give into that craving again. And it's a vicious cycle, a cycle that we need to try to uh, break. We want to break that cycle. So let's figure out what is causing those triggers. Why are you getting those cravings? And from there, we can kind of create some strategies. So our cravings can come... Like, for example, when you go into the movie theater and you smell that popcorn. Now, you swore up and down that you weren't going to have that popcorn the next time you go to the theater because you know it's full of fat and calories. It is not good for you. But guess what? The aroma, you caved and you had the craving. You had the popcorn. So what happens with cravings is you get stimulus or triggers from our environment, cues such as the smell or popcorn or the sight or the taste of something, where you're at, or maybe even the people that you're with. So we want to try to track 
when these cravings occur and what's happening when you're getting these cravings. So you're going to just get a little, little journal, a little log, and you're going to start keeping track of them so we can see a pattern. So the things that you're going to look for are what is it that you're craving? You want to write down the specific foods. Are they salty? Are they sweet? Maybe they have a certain flavor or texture, but what are the specific cravings? And where are you at? Where are you located? Could it be you're located because you're at the movie theater and you smell that popcorn? Or it could be a visual cue because you're driving past the ice cream shop. Um, it could be the restaurant or billboard, something like that. But where are you at when you're getting these cravings? And what are you doing when you're getting these cravings? Are you driving? Are you working? Are you watching TV? All these kinds of things. Are you just sitting around being bored? What are you feeling physically when this happens? Could you be lightheaded? Are you tense? Um, those are some things you want to think about. You want to jot down what your emotions are. Are you bored? Are you happy? Are you cranky? Are you feeling rushed? With a lot of anxiety. Let's write down what you're thinking. Just whatever's coming to mind. Like sometimes it might be, I might as well eat this because I've already blown my diet. Well, let's really think about what we're thinking when this happens. And very specifically, write down who you're with, whether you're alone or with someone specific, because you may find that every time you're with this person, you eat. Okay? So you want to do this for a little while because we're going to find patterns. There's always patterns in these cravings. And then once we find these patterns, we'll be able to address them. We're going to try to change those patterns. So, for example, something as simple as um, after dinner, I have a sweet, so I tend to see to have ice cream after dinner at night. You see that happening all the time. So what are we craving? Are we craving something sweet, salty, crunchy, whatever it might be? Maybe it's, you know, we go to uh, a conference call 2 o'clock on every Friday. And when we go head down the hall, rather than going straight to the conference call, we stop by at the vending machine or the cafeteria to get something to eat, get those extra calories. So, you know, we need to try to figure out what these are. And we need to try to change these patterns. So, strategy number one, <clears throat> to change these craving patterns, break the cycle. Let's put your craving into timeout. Timeout, just like you did with your kids, toddlers, put them into timeout. So don't have that ice cream. Don't have that piece of candy. Notice what your urge is, and let's just sit down for five minutes without taking any kind of action. This isn't about exercising willpower. It's about taking a pause, okay, and becoming conscious in our minds and saying, hey, what's really going on in here? What's happening? I'm in charge of this situation. By taking this time out, it gives you time to evaluate all your different options and what you'll be able to do, how you're going to react, what you're going to do and not do. With this timeout, five minutes or so, you may actually figure out whether you're hungry or not. Maybe you're not hungry. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you're stressed. Maybe you're just procrastinating and you're grabbing some food. Does this food you're going to eat really going to make you feel good? Granted are... That if you're thinking about it, 
you take some time, you might not truly be hungry. You might actually figure out that, hey, you know, this is one of my triggers. Uh, you know, I get bored, so I eat. So let's try to address that. And, you know, there's times when nobody's perfect. And maybe indulging this. Um, maybe you are really hungry, so you have something to eat. Go ahead and eat it. But let's just take five minutes and put it into timeout and figure out what's going on. And consider this. No one is perfect. You know, the efforts of breaking a craving cycle are not going to be easy. It's going to be difficult. So if you do give in to your cravings, let's just look at it as a learning opportunity uh, uh, to try to learn about what's going on, why we're having our cravings. So the next time this comes up, we'll be better prepared and maybe we can overcome those cravings. But here's something that's really important. You don't have to choose between having cravings and depriving yourself, okay? You can have foods. It's okay to have it sometimes. It's okay to break in, break down, and have that craving, okay? But let's talk about a second strategy that you can try. Strategy number two is try to have an activity that doesn't involve chewing, okay? So let's say you get up and you start to head towards that refrigerator. Rather than go to the refrigerator, let's head out the door and go for a walk. Okay, maybe head downstairs and do some cleaning. Maybe play an instrument. Let's get into into an instrument. Maybe make a new uh, playlist on Spotify. Let's do something that's going to immerse our minds into what we're doing and a long enough activity that's going to overcome that urge to get it out of our systems. So do something different. Get your mind off of the eating onto something that. You know, it's going to take some thought rather than overcoming that. Put your mind to work so that it can overcome that urge. And the reason for this is most cravings, most of the time, the psychological rather than physical. So let's do something different. Unless it's strong grief or trauma, intense feelings don't really last that long. They last 15, 20 minutes or so, okay? So if you're not really hungry and you go to do something different, if we create this diversion theory, therapy, um, let's get involved in a project, you may find that when you're done with that project, whatever it may be, you may no longer be hungry. You may no longer have that craving, okay? So think about that stuff. Whatever you might be able to do, call a friend, get on some emails, start playing a video game, exercise, garden, clean, anything that's going to last a little while is going to take your mind off of you. But I warn you, it's got to occupy your mind and your body. So while different activities work better than other activities, I can tell you an activity that does not work, watching TV, probably will not help. In fact, it is often a trigger. People sit down and watch TV and they get some gravings. So I would do something other than watch TV. So here's a third strategy, and we're only going to give this strategy to those people who are healthy, no pre-existing pre health conditions or anything like that. So we're going to try to fast. We're going to try fasting experiment. So you're going to fast for 24 hours. You don't eat anything for 24 hours. Make sure you stay well hydrated, 
but you're going to fast for 24 hours. I'm sure you're afraid that you're going to be starving all day long, and that usually is not what happens. Yes, you're going to get hungry. Yes, you're going to get some cravings, but these feelings come and go throughout the day. And for many people, it's a very eye-opening and an empowering experience for them. Fasting forces them to learn what these are real urges and how to accept them, and that it's okay to be hungry. And you know what? You're not going to waste away to anything. You're not going to collapse from exhaustion. You know, <clears throat> the world isn't going to come to an end. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Again, just like the strategy before, we're not trying to test your willpower, okay? We're not denying yourself. It's just about giving you a fresh perspective and reducing anxiety and discomfort and the urgency that you feel when you get those hunger cravings. So it, it teaches you to be able how to deal with it. And you're not going to die if you have uh, a craving. So you can try the fasting technique just to learn about that experience of having cravings. Number four, we want to take a look at eating the right foods all day long. A lot of cravings happen after dinner and at nighttime, and it typically leads to overeating the amount of calories you want to have for that day. So I'm not going to tell you how many times to eat during a day or how often to eat, anything like that, whatever's working for you. But we have found over the years is those clients who overeat at night often had restricted the calories throughout the day, either knowingly or unknowingly. Either they know they were keeping the calorie count down or they didn't know about it, think about it, and the next thing you know, they turn around and at the end of the day, they didn't eat enough. So for example, somebody might have breakfast and then they skip lunch. They don't eat anything from breakfast all the way till dinner. So they're starving at dinner time. And even if they eat a good dinner, they have some solid choices, some you know good fiber, proteins, healthy fats, but their, their appetite is already into overdrive. So even though they eat and they might get full at dinner time, you're going to get that craving afterwards because you're going to want to snack because they didn't have enough calories throughout the day. So what you eat during the day matters. That's really important. So you want to make sure you're getting a lot of fiber in. That helps fill you up. Protein is going to help you feel, feel fuller, longer. Um, make sure you're eating a combination of all these nutrients and, and eat, you know, portions and regular intervals and that's what's going to help you from being starving after dinner because you didn't eat throughout the day um, and what we found over the years as we coach people just making small adjustments in their eating can change that so maybe having breakfast when they don't normally have breakfast or making sure that if they're having a snack during the day that we're going to have some protein with that making sure that we have some you know good carbs and healthy fats at dinner time so that when we're done with dinner we're full and it's going to keep us full through the evening it's pretty clear somebody who has a really um, big cravings at nighttime, typically did not eat enough during the day. So make sure you get enough food in throughout the day. So let's say strategy number five. You know, you decided that I'm going to give in to my cravings. I'm going to indulge. I'm going to have my cravings. It's okay. 
relax, have the craving. Let's say, for instance, a chocolate bar. You have a craving for some chocolate. That's fine. We here at Yes Fitness always encourage people to have splurges, make sure they're planned splurges. But if you're going to have chocolate bar, for example, have some high-quality chocolate, sit down, eat it slowly, savor it, enjoy whatever the craving is. Taste what you craved, okay? People, research shows that if you eat like this, you're going to eat less. If you really know and understand what you're eating, that you're going to end up eating less. So one of the strategies, another strategy that the Precision Nutrition uses, they suggest is that if you're going to have a craving, make sure that you have to purchase that craving right before you eat it. So that means whatever you're craving, you need to go to the store to buy. And the store might be 15 or 20 minutes away. So you can decide, hey, you know what? It's not worth getting my butt up in the chair and driving to the store to get that craving, so I'm just not going to have it. Another strategy that we do is um, whatever you're going to have for your, your craving, whatever's going to satisfy it, you need to make it. So if you're craving cake, you got to make the cake to eat it at that point in time. If you're craving cookies, you got to make it at that time. If you're craving ice cream, you got to make sure that the ice cream is frozen. So you got to make it right then and at, at that point in time. That'll slow things down because you're not going to want to take the time to make something just to fulfill that craving. And sometimes you'll make it and then you won't eat it anyway because you weren't really hungry. The process of going to the store or making it was long enough to overcome that craving. So you might not have actually been hungry. So um, some strategies to think about. Um, another thought thing to have about this is to beyond the strategies, okay? One of John Berardi's main points that he likes to say is that if a food is in your house or in your possession, either you or someone you love or someone you marginally tolerate will eventually eat it. So if the food's around, it's going to be eaten. So we got to make sure we don't have the food around. But we want to have some healthy treats around. Okay, whatever those healthy treats might be, you want to have them around. And this may this is a good strategy to have, but you don't want it to be the only strategy you have. Because if you have those healthy substitutes laying around the house, and there's too much of it, you may overeat that as well. So you got to think about having some healthy substitutes around, but not too much. So there are some choices for you. There's some strategies, five strategies uh, that you can utilize to overcome your cravings. Try them out. Use more than one. Use multiple ones. One real important thing is to really figure out what the trigger are. What's, what's forcing you to have these, these cravings? Because once you have that, then you can address those, those situations. So that's all we have for you today. I hope this is helpful for you. I know we always hear about people eating after dinner. They can't overcome these, these cravings in the middle of the day. Walk about by people's desks and have candy, or they sit down on TV at night, they're bored. Utilize these strategies. I know they work. I know they can help. I use them myself. So Look for us again next Tuesday at 3.30. We Hopefully we won't have any technical difficulties like we did this week where we'll give you more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching, and have a great night.